Hey, welcome to Plant Yourself. I'm your host, Howard Jacobson. Two quick announcements before we get to today's show. If you're interested in becoming a health coach, I'm offering another run due to popular demand for people who can't make 8 p.m. on Wednesday nights, Eastern Time. So we're doing another run of the program, which will meet the practicums will meet at 10 a.m. on Wednesdays, Eastern Time U.S., which means if you're in Europe or Africa, uh, that might be good for you. Also, if you're in the US and evenings aren't good and you have free time in the mornings, either 7 a.m. Uh, Pacific time or 10 to 1130 Eastern, then you can participate. If you want to find out more about becoming a wicked effective health coach, you can go to wellstartcoach.com. Second thing is, if you're not aware of it, Josh Lajani and I have a book that is free on Amazon Kindle. It's called Sick to Fit. And if you just go to Amazon and search for Sick to Fit, you'll be able to download it for free and read it on any Kindle enabled device, even a phone, smartphone, tablet, computer, whatever. All right, let's get to today's episode. This is the Plant Yourself podcast. I'm Howard Jacobson of plantyourself.com and wellstarthealth.com. This podcast is part of my mission to help you live a high fun, low fat life. So today's the very first video podcast, which is not to say we haven't done videos, but the audio has always been the most important thing in the video. If we did a Skype call and recorded it and put it up on YouTube was just an extra bonus. But this is a watchable podcast, a vlogcast, a vlogophone, something. I don't know. In my kitchen, I invited neighbor and dear friend and cooking wizard, Kathy Hester, to come and show us how to air fry. And we did chickpeas and we did kale and we did these soy curl strips and my wife Mia filmed it and bantered in and we had a great time. And I'm also recording this as an audio since it is a podcast and we talk a lot back and forth and there's good things there. But really, this is a video podcast. So go to the page, which will be plantyourself.com slash three, three, one. Really worthwhile. Kathy is a hoot. She shows up in her usual Harry Potter themed garb and we have a great time. And I think there's a lot of learning to be had. And if you want to help support the show, one easy way to do it this week is to get an air fryer on Amazon using Plant Yourself Affiliate Link, which will even just one person buys that $400 Breville Smart Air Oven. That's like uh, 50 bucks for Plant Yourself. That's almost enough to get me better lighting which arguably won't help that much, but you know, we do what we can. Before we get started, just a quick reminder about WellStart Health. We're always accepting new people into our programs. They start monthly, if not sooner than that. The sooner you get on board, the sooner you can begin your journey from sick to fit, lose excess weight, and reverse chronic disease, feel better than you have in a long time. And most importantly, what we really hear from people that they're most appreciative of is that they have control of their lives. They're no longer at the whim of cravings. They're no longer subject to social pressure that gets them to cave and not live according to their values, priorities, and goals. Wellstart is a gym for getting your grip on the rudder of your own life and your own health destiny. If you're interested, check us out, Wellstart Health. Com. That's all I can think of for right now. So let's get right to it. Um, air frying with Kathy Hester. 
All right, Kathy Hester, welcome to the Plant Yourself. What is this, the Vlogcast? I guess so. Vlog Vlogcast. I, I uh, say we call it that. Okay, so you're I think you're a three peat on the show, and this time I was I, honestly I was just tired of talking to you about food. <laughs> So you wanted like, to eat some. I wanted to eat some, and so I was like, let's use an excuse of like doing a, a, a cooking video in the kitchen. So we cleaned the kitchen. It was spotless. And when I say clean, I mean Mia, who's behind the camera. She's waving, because you can't tell because she's behind the camera. And we got the little overhead thing, which we might end up using. Um, and what are, we, what are we doing? Okay, so today you asked me to talk about air fryers. So you have the Breville... Smart Oven Air. Yes, we got, so, we, we, we got that one. And so I don't know if you guys can see that, but what it is is it's it's a quite large toaster oven that has an air fryer setting, a dehydrator setting, and some different things. It's pretty good, and I have one as well. Um, what I do suggest, because it can be a little expensive, so at Bed Bath & Beyond, you can often get a coupon. So if it's on sale and you get a coupon, I got mine for a couple hundred dollars off. Wow. So it's worth trying. And then I brought um, another model, the Philips. And we'll talk a little bit about the differences. So this looks more like a traditional air fryer. It's kind of that weird egg shape that we talked about. I was trying to verbally describe on a podcast that you interviewed me on. And so when you open it, it has a basket. Like that. And... It looks a lot like, you know, fry baskets that you would see in a restaurant. And in the Phillips, they have this little twirly thing, and that helps the airflow go around. Right, it looks, so it looks like the top of a, like an ice cream and a Vitamix. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's, it's all coming together. That's a really good description. Yeah. I'm going to steal that. Yeah. And the Philips one is more metal than some of the others. It does have some nonstick coating in there. There is a version that is all stainless steel on the inside. I have not used it yet, but you can get it on Amazon. This is a smaller Philips. So I think Philips does pounds. All the other ones talk in liters. But this is the smaller one, so maybe it's for like two people. It's a little more expensive because I was dying to have this, which only came with this model at Williams Sonoma. And okay. so, and what, what is that? This fits on the top of the basket. And while it may not make much sense with the things that we're doing today, because we're going to do some um, crunchy chickpeas and we're going to do some soy curls, which are both heavy, okay. so they're going to stay down. And there's no way I can shut up in here, right here. Do you remember the old-timey stoves with the electric mm -hmm. coils? That's what's right under here. So if you have kale chips, which it makes kale chips really good, they literally blow up, burn, and crumble everywhere. Cool. I mean, <laughs> I mean no, not, not good, right? For a science experiment, yeah. For, for your dinner, no. But you don't have to buy this fancy one. You can also put some aluminum foil over it and poke holes. You want holes, though. And that's really important for everything to flow through. Else, it's not really air frying it, if that makes sense. Cool. We do have kale from the garden. And have, I'm excited. If we have time to do yeah. this uh, kale chips, too. Yeah, and um, soy curls... Well, actually, let's let's go back. What else would you like to ask me about air fryers? 
before we begin? Well, so, I, as you know, I was resistant for a long time. Because, um, like, another appliance in the kitchen, and this one seemed, like, very single purpose, as opposed to, like, you know, Instant Pot, which basically replaces my stove, my stove top over the time, or a rice cooker, which just does one thing really, really well. Right. Um, like, but... You know, I started hearing from people like, oh, my God, I did the potatoes. And it was really supportive of people's lifestyles. And, and I'm wondering what you see in terms of what it has enabled you or other people, your students and your community, to do. Like, why, why am I going to buy another freaking thing that i got to plug into a wall and sit on the counter? Right. Well, and for people who live in warm climates, it's also really good in the summer. Because it doesn't heat, I can roast potatoes and vegetables in here without it heating up the whole kitchen. Because I, I don't know about where you guys who are watching live right now, but it brings tears to my eyes to turn on the stove in August in North Carolina. It's, it's, it's sad. It's almost as sad as using whole cashews to make cashew cream. <laughs> Those are the two things that get me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so that's one thing. So I find it for, for if you're in a hot climate, it's nice. It cooks food faster than the oven. So that is one thing, too, in general. So when we look at this basket, you decide what size air fryer you want because it's, you're going to have one layer of potatoes. You don't want to have it all filled up. So that's going to change that a little bit. But if you're using it at its right capacity, it can cook things much faster. Mm. And um, things like heating leftovers. So like if you made um, a plant-based pizza with, um, and I have a new cheese I forgot to bring you. That's a bean cheese with no oil. That's for really? the new book, yeah. You forgot to bring it. I did. <laughs> How far away do you live? 45 minutes. <laughs> can we pause for an hour and a half? <laughs> Let's call it two hours. So next time, or I'll send you the I'll send you the recipe. Right. Um, it do, so that I'm trying to get some things that you can can be a little more plant based for that. So let's say you made one out the grill or something because you have a beautiful beautiful garden back here. I wish you guys could see it all. Um, if you heat up a piece of plant based pizza in here, it's like amazing. Mm. If um, to reheat anything you want to be crunchy is good too. But you can also roast vegetables for like a stir fry effect. So you could take something like, and, and just like in the Instant Pot, right? We have to think about cooking times. So we're not necessarily going to put kale in when we would put dry beans in, right. right? And so you have to think about that a little bit. So if we were making um, a vegetable roast with like potatoes and carrots, broccoli, maybe some corn or something... We would do that so the potatoes would cook the longest, then the uh -huh. carrots would cook a little longer. And it's you can open this at any time during cooking. So I do that, and then you can toss it in a really nice sauce. Uh -huh. And I think I was telling you, too, um, I just got this teriyaki balsamic, which is oil-free and salt-free. And so I'm experimenting with it. So I'm thinking with that, I would put this on it, nice. maybe with a little extra fresh ginger, and maybe a little less. So if I'm, if I'm going to be like a QVC host, like, and where would they get this? <laughs> this is there is there an 800 number below this? It's CaliforniaBalsamic.com. Right. And, and they did not, I paid a lot of money for this bottle. If you would like to send me some free, I'll take it. Money, uh, <laughs> money or balsamic vinegar? Either. Either. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty good thing. So, because 
people who do no salt, and not all the different plant-based diets do no salt, but the people who do that have issues finding something that's Asian flavored. Mm. And so that can, I think this is going to be a good, a good fix for that. So back to what else would I do in it? Here's what I would not do in it. And this is what everybody's first thing is. I'm going to make French fries and potato chips because I can make them oil free. They're a pain. They're a pain. So potato chips, they're slivers, right? They're so thin and you've got this much room. And then they're going to blow around and you're going to take the take your little tongs and separate them. Let them go for a while. And you do that about six times to get not even a whole handful of potato chips. Uh-huh. So it's be like French restaurant potato chips. Yeah, yeah. And I mean... Three of them with a sprig of parsley. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's not that you can't do it. I've made beet chips and some other things, but they have a little more heft to them, so they don't quite blow around the same way. Uh, French fries. French fries versus roasted potatoes. <laughs> I see. So you want larger, larger surface area. Yeah, and and you also for French fries to be what we think of French fries, they need to be um, parboiled, mm-hmm. then dried off very carefully, <laughs> and then you put some other stuff on them. Then you can fry them. So, in um, my book, um, being cooking in your air fryer, I actually have a photo of the. Of all the things you have to do. So there's like the little potato cutter. There's They've oh been boiled. They've yeah. gone into ice bath. So can I just show what, what we do for potatoes? And what we throw in that thing, which is a different shape. So like yesterday, I instant potted two potatoes. Perfect. And so now they're sitting there cold in the fridge. And so all I would do is like whatever shape, whether wedges or rounds... And then just take them and throw them in and sprinkle some, you know, fairy dust on top. (laughs) One of my various fairy dusts. Yeah, and no, and that's that's the perfect way to do it. And I think the thing is, is that I'm just trying to educate people because people have this mentality that French fries are just like home fries. Mm -hmm. And what happens is then if they make them the same way, they're not crisp the same way, people are unhappy... So this isn't like frying without oil. Right. And and mm-hmm. it's just like it's apples to oranges. And it's really important to try and have these realistic expectations. It's just like if you don't eat oil at all and I make you a cake, it's not going to be exactly the same texture as a cake with oil. But it could be really delicious. Right. And one of, and one of the things that we tell people, you know, at Well Start Health is like, don't expect it to be as delicious. Like one of the things, like the like the the, the the vegan lie, is like this is even more delicious than the food you're eating. No, it isn't. There's a reason that if you're having you know, like animal products are you know tasty on the palate and fry, deep fried foods and you know tons of sugar and tons of oil and tons of salt, like. When we step back from that, it's not going to be the same thing. And, and I both agree and disagree with you. Think about that. <laughs> I agree with you because I think when people are new coming to this, especially, I remember trying an oil-free biscuit like mm. 15 years ago, and I was like, Jesus, this is disgusting. And um, through no fault of its own, it was what it was. <laughs> I expected it to be like a Biscuitville biscuit, you uh-huh. know, so my expectations were not not right. Um, I do think once you get over the hump, 
just a little bit because I'm really big on putting big flavors into plant-based food so that you don't feel like you're just eating I, the same broccoli. I agree with your disagreement. <laughs> so I'm, I'm speaking about at the beginning yeah, the when, begin we, when we promise people we have these beautiful Instagram photos and we say, this is going to taste just as good as the thing you're giving up. And right. for people, it's not. Yeah, and I definitely think of making things different for different people in different places in their journey. Mm -hmm. um, I will say that like spice blends to me are a big thing. And so that's why when I brought this, brought some stuff, I brought different spice blends because it can change, you know, chickpeas from tasting like chorizo to barbecue potato chips. Like, or at least this is what the barbecue potato chip I grew up with, you know, Cajun spices. And even if you're starting, you probably have some Benson's, you know, that works just as well. You don't have to make my blends. You can, but you can make your own. And these are what's going to take something like a chickpea or a potato and turn it into something super magical. Because every day for lunch, I eat potato, air fried potatoes with spices on my salad. Uh huh. And it's filling, right. and it adds a burst so, of flavor. Yeah. So to me, it's the uh, spinal tap theory, which is you know our taste buds go to eleven, <laughs> right? So whatever your eleven is. Right, so at a certain point, if I've, if I've stopped eating sh you know, sugar and oil and salt and fatty things, like, you know, a banana can taste amazing. I remember I did a, the first time I did a seven-day water fast, I broke it with steamed zucchini. It was like, oh, my God, have you tasted this? <laughs> right? so we, I totally we, agree. We definitely can adapt, um, but just, you know, to, to have expectations that the way, if we want to be healthy, or if we want to save the environment, or if we want to save the animal, like we are, we're sacrificing something. Yes. If we're just like, I want, I want everything, I want, and without giving up anything, like you can get it back, and you get back much more. Y you do. And I'm put it, these down. Okay. I feel like uh, everyone sees. <laughs> See, I can hold potatoes. They're beautiful. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you too on that, and it's just. It is where you are, and as you change little by little, and you can even take it down, take it up to the crazy level of like when you stopped eating, I don't know, like ranch potato chips, and then you went to eat low-fat potato chips, right? Mm -hmm. Even that was a big difference, and people tend to be more okay with that kind of marginal. Well, it still tastes kind of like ranch. Well, mm -hmm. I can, or if we did barbecue, so like... The barbecue potato chips I grew up in probably has a list of ingredients taller than me, right? And my barbecue seasoning has like, I don't know, probably eight or something. Oh, so pretty. Let's 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 show the uh, the secret cam. <sighs> and so one of the reasons I started making all these spice blends is is for the salt-free community because it's not easy to find and. Um, and I do some stuff for Chef AJ's community. And mm -hmm. they are just super nice people. And if you're there, hello. Um, and they love the barbecue spice. It does have a little bit of sugar in it, but you could use date sugar or leave it out completely. Mm -hmm. So what's good about making your own blends is you can make them suit your diet and you can make it just the way you want. So if you want it, we could put... Carolina Reaper chili in there if you like it super hot or if I'm making a chili powder we can make it really really mild and 
it's it's a, it's a process finding these different things that really zing up your food, but and there's I feel like there's something about making your own staples that is like taking responsibility in a different way. I like it. So the the first staple I made um, was my vegetable bouillon for the slow cooker book because I realized if I was going to buy better than bouillon, I was going to use up my advance because you know a little jar is like eight dollars or something. <laughs> And so, note, note yourself, <laughs> ask publisher for advance next time. <laughs> I get a little more now, but <sighs> but yeah, then it was going to be sad because I probably would have gone through ten or fifteen of them just to you know, and I guess mm-hmm. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but to make bullion is so easy. But I didn't know that. So I was like, well, let's see what happens. I cut an onion in quarters. I took the the um, skin off because we're not making broth we're making bouillon so everything that goes into either the instant pot the slow cooker or your stove you're going to eat so you want to seed anything you know so i have like one or two big onions vidalia are great some carrots cut up into big chunks some celery i usually throw in a little bit of thyme you could do mushrooms garlic any of these things and you just cook it and you're if you're using your slow cooker you don't need any water in your Instant Pot, you'll need, still need about a half a cup of water for a three or six quart to come up. Cook it for like, I don't know, I'd probably cook it 15, 20 minutes in the Instant Pot. So on, on high pressure? Yeah, on mm-hmm. high pressure, all day long in the um, slow cooker, or you could just make it really quick in your oven, right? Or your stovetop or your oven. You actually can bake the veggies and do the same thing. Puree it. Um, take the time stems out then puree it. <laughs> um, put some nutritional yeast in there and you're done. And you've got just a vat of it. Is it this is like wet or dry? It's wet. So it's uh-huh. a true bullion. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like a concentrate. So what you do is you freeze it in ice cube trays and then you just pull them out. Just the same way you would pull out something that has salt or that one ingredient you really feel weird about eating or oil. It, it, you can put whatever you want into it. And so from doing that, then making your own spice blends. I don't think I started doing that until a couple of books in when people were telling me things like, well, I can't find a Cajun spice blend without salt. Mm. And I'm like, it's easy enough to make. And, and you can find uh, some of these recipes you can find in my books or on my blogs, but you can find them on the Internet. And it, just because it says salt doesn't mean you have to put it in. So that's that's the power of making your own staples is you make these decisions. Wait, you you mean you're not a uh, a, a chattel slave to the recipe? <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're mine. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Because even in mine, that's why I write so many alternatives. You know, you could use salt or salt substitute. You could use tofu or chickpeas or soy curls. You know, just depending on people's diets and I. What I want people to learn from me the most is how to kind of take control of what they're eating and to be able to make those choices easier. So great. So let's uh, let's pause everything and start it up again and okay. uh, and make something. Two. <laughs> Two. Okay. So now we're going to go ahead and make some crispy chickpeas, which are pretty easy, and they're. They're a yummy snack, right? They're just like the old potato chip crunch that sometimes you crave when you're doing a plant-based diet. People think it's all salads and soft stews and 
And crispy chickpeas are a great thing to add to your salad if you're missing croutons, if you're transitioning. Mm. Cheryl okay. likes them. So I'm going to be using this can because it has an easy open. However, I want you to know that you can get organic chickpeas. You can get them with no salt. Um, you, of course, can make them yourself, and I am happy if you do that. What we want to do, if you haven't heard of aquafaba, which is a super fancy word for the ooze that comes out of this chickpea can, as you're going to see. It's not as ooze. fancy. You're, you're a marketer, aren't you? <laughs> Truth in advertising. Ooze. And so we're going to, actually this one isn't so thick. Can you, I think you can see some of that. Oh, Here, I'll do that. And so this one's a little more liquidy. Yeah, is that going to be... Uh... It'll still work for us. Okay. Okay. We're just going to try and get that out. The reason aquafaba is known as that is it kind of has... Right, there's three beans left in here. Oh, it's, okay. I cannot, let, <laughs> I cannot let this pass. Okay. No! Good. Is that it has some of the properties of an egg white and of an egg yolk. It can't make everything that those can make, but you can make meringues with them. You can use them in cookie recipes instead of eggs, about two tablespoons per egg that would be called for. And we also use them in air frying to hold spices onto things. Yeah, you you can oil. throw chickpeas at people's houses on mischief night. Chickpeas, and chickpeas are the most perfect bean. I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and say that. And this is why, because they don't mush the same way. It's actually a different thing than all the other beans that we eat. And it's the perfect substitute in a dish for chicken. Chickpeas. Peas, chicken. chicken. And they're not going to smush. So like if you put pinto beans in something, <laughs> they're going to smush and break down. So these are a really good way to kind of get going. They're inexpensive and they're easy to make. You can make them in your Instant Pot. Um, the liquid that you will have can vary from thin to thick. And if yours is thin, I tend to, when I'm making beans from scratch, to overestimate the water so I don't have to go back and deal with it. All you have to do is put it on the stove and reduce it down until it looks a little bit... Uh, it's not really like a, a snotty consistency, <laughs> but it's, it's um, more of a... What would you say? Well, it's sort of, it's sort of like egg whites, if you... If you can Thank remember you. those days when you... It is like egg whites. Thank you. And all I think about... Did you ever see the, the separator with the guy? It's a big nose. That's why I think of it as being snotty. And so oh. the egg white comes out through the nose, nostril part. Oh, nice. So yeah. you'll never forget that. I'm sorry. So we're going to put this aside for now. But what you would do is you can freeze it in ice cube trays again. Um, if you're just going to use a little bit... You could do it in two tablespoon ice cubes again, so you could just defrost exactly what you need for one mm. recipe. Oh, I'm looking at Mia because, like, we would make uh, you know five cups of it in the instant pot, put it in the fridge, not use it for three days, and throw it out. Yep, I've done the same thing. I've done the same thing. That's why I try to be so freezer oriented. Plus, think of how nice it is when it's like eleven o'clock at night, and you're like, I just want eggs, but I don't have anything that I don't have any flaxseed, I don't have any egg substitute. You go in your freezer, and it's like magic. So I think one podcast that we talked about, we talked about trying to do things for yourself as if you would do it for 
like a loved one. Mm. And to me, having bullion and um, aquafaba in the freezer is that. It's like the best present. So we don't need to coat these with aquafaba. <laughs> because they already they are. are. Already <laughs> are. <laughs> so yeah. this is one of the exceptions. Um, to yeah, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just thinking about the, the great anniversary present I'm going to give me tomorrow. <laughs> An ice cube of aquafaba. I love you, honey. I, I don't have to go to the store. <laughs> it works. So I've got a few different spices. And let's see. Howard, what do you want? Do you want Cajun blend, barbecue, or chorizo? Well, the barbecue just smelled amazing. It is really good. And it has, um, I think I need a little spoon. And I found it the first try. So it has tomato powder in it, which means it's going to stick together some. So if you take any vitamins or something like that and you get the little, what are the, do not eat things. They keep it dry. Thank you. Fancy word. Um, I save them and I put them in my spice jars a lot of the times. Ah. And so this is mostly tomato powder with some different spices. It does have a little brown sugar in it, but you could skip it all together or you could use a little bit of date sugar. With this spice blend and a lot of others I make, I'm not sure if you can see, but it's like really, really finely done. So what I do is I take all those ingredients that I've measured out of regular things. I have a little spice grinder attachment for my Ninja. You can use a coffee blender. You can get uh, uh, the coffee grinders and you can get those at thrift stores for like $3. And if it smells like coffee and you don't like coffee, grind white rice in it and it'll start absorbing the flavor. So huh. if you have a coffee grinder right at the second, you could even try that to go back and forth because it really makes a difference. So I'm just eyeballing this. There's no salt in here, so if you wanted salt, I'm just throwing it everywhere. If you wanted salt, now's when you would add it, um, but you don't need to. And I think that's one of the things too, it does have some uh, garlic powder actually is one of the things that oh, I don't have. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> need, a new, need a new faucet. Okay. Not your fault. I'm ruining its house. Um, is garlic. So I find that dried or granulated garlic, if you're trying to transition from not eating salt, if you add some garlic and maybe some dried onion powder, that mm. kind of mimics that little bite in the mouth. So I'm just tossing these. Okay. The, the wrist action is what's important here. <laughs> Loose yet firm grip. And so part of it is I'm just going to look and see if the To me, I want more. The chickpeas aren't coated enough. That's how I'm making that decision. I also know the spice blend, and it's not spicy. If you're dealing with something spicy, I would taste it. Also, if you're making your own spice blend, I put one thing in, I smell it, and see, I might go, hmm, we could add jalapeno to that if we wanted to. Hmm. Would that be a good idea or a bad idea, Howard? Um, let's do it. We don't know. Right. Ha -ha. We we... It was a trick question. <laughs> I didn't answer the question. <laughs> I just said, let's do it. So well, this is how I decide things when I'm developing recipes. So I take the jalapeno powder and I'm going to smell it with this. It's not bad. It doesn't really add much though. But what she said. Right. Um, let's see. 
trying to see if I have anything here that would be just like, okay, this should be gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I think it smells definitely like a no. Hmm. You like it okay? I don't mind it. What is it? Uh, it's poultry seasoning, so it's like sage and okay. rosemary. It wouldn't be the worst. It wouldn't be the worst. You're just trying to make me feel better. No, 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 no. I'm like, so what like, happened? Here's something that no sane person would <laughs> possibly. Well, I was cooking at my friend's house, and she's like a fancy chef person. And okay. so I was making them soy curls, which they haven't had. And I was trying to be like, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, I, and I'm just in their cabinet, but right. she well, caught she caught me smelling everything together, and and so like I'd smell to see if it was enough, and she's like, "That's very interesting," but I find it it helps you decide either you'll smell something and it's like, eh, that'd be okay, which is kind of what we did really, or like, oh my god, that's exactly what it needs. And you can do this over a stew, a soup, anything, or you smell it and you're like, oh, I'm glad I didn't put that in. Huh. So. so I like that there's like, no right answer other than your own experience. Exactly. exactly. And like, that's why... Like maybe, maybe that blend, that last blend would be disgusting for most people, but not for me. Right. And it's your food. So who cares mm. what somebody else thinks? Right. Nobody comes over anyway. I'm going to be coming over more <laughs> <laughs> to try all your wacky spice blends. <laughs> and to bring you bean cheese. Okay, so <laughs> beauty shot. Um, these are wet, obviously, right? Because we had the aquafaba that was already on the beans. So these are going to take a little while to cook. Okay. And so we're going to put them in, let's say, let's start them off. You're looking at the kale? Oh, no, I'm looking at your... Air, oh. your oh, we're going to use that one? We're going to use that one for oh, okay. these. Oh, do you want to bring the... Um, the basket over? And I can yeah, put that in there. And so, this is something else. So, this looks very familiar because it looks just like the bottom of the Phillips, really. It's made of the same stuff. It's metal. That's why a lot of people are buying the Breville. It's because it is stainless steel. And, mm-hmm. and you can see all the places where we didn't quite... Nobody can see that. No. Well, I'm just, you know, setting expectations. <laughs> oh, <There's>... wait. <laughs> Here. <laughs> and so I'm going to want to go ahead and kind of spread them out then. Now, if I was doing this in a large um, regular air fryer, am I just getting stuff everywhere probably? I'm like that. Um. If we were doing a small one, we probably would do it in two batches. Okay. And so that's one thing. Um, now, they, they sold this with one of these, but you can buy more. Do you know whether I, if I got like two or three more, whether I could, it would actually work to air fry a You can use two, I think, to air fry at the same time. I have it because I dehydrate in here. That I make my own tomato powder, mm. which, you know, those little cherry tomatoes are so cute. And I hate the way they pop in my mouth. Like, I hate them oh. for that. So I always get them in my CSA. I cut them up. I dehydrate them and make tomato powder or sun-dried, or, I don't know, oven-dried tomatoes, I guess would be the way. So we're going to stick this in over here. And let me see. Does it tell you? It says, I think, number yeah, three. Yeah, you're right. 
so what we're looking at is on the door, it tells you where to put things. They, they can't hear you because the mic's oh. still looking at so, I do that all the time. Cheryl has now mic'd me for moving around uh -huh. because I will just walk off and talk. Um, so what we we're looking at there is where the Breville will tell you what level to put different pans for different kinds of cooking from like pizza to dehydrating and things. And so I'm going to go ahead and turn it on to air fry and we're going to get that started. Air fry. It says 405. I'm going to go down just a little bit. Okay. Let's do 385. Ooh, we've gone down to 385. And 12 minutes seems okay? We'll check it in 12 minutes. So one of the things that I do if I'm cooking in a new air fryer or I'm trying something new is I check it every five minutes if it's in one of these. If it's in there, like 10, 10 minutes should be good. These are probably going to take quite a while because okay. they are wet and they're going to take a long time to get super crunchy. They may not be super crunchy even when I tell you that they're done. Because what happens if they sit for a little while, then they'll crisp up a little bit more. And you'll find that with crispy food. Um, what you'll also find is that if you live in a humid climate, like North Carolina, that if you leave them out too long, then they return to their original soggy state. So, uh -huh. so you get eaten quick, but not too quick. Right. Or if you're not going to eat all of them, you might want to put them in the fridge so they don't mold. But if you live in a dry place, it won't matter at all. And so this is the aquafaba that if we do some kale chips, if we have time, we'll use this. Okay. Okay. Any questions about what we've done so far? Yeah. Audience, any questions? <laughs> you. Oh. You're the in charge person. <laughs> I, I just wanted to disempower them completely. <laughs> <laughs> They're like... <laughs> shouting at their Can't hear you. Do you have a question, camera person? I just thought that if you, you were talking about putting desiccants into the spice mix to not open the packages maybe in case people... Oh, that is that is a very good idea. So it's true. If you're going to use those little packets that dry out the spices, don't open them. I just never would because it just... They say yeah. do not eat. Do not so, eat, which so makes me just want to eat, eat. <laughs> Well, you can eat them. Who are them. you to tell me? You can eat them. It will not kill you, but it will dehydrate you very, very, very much. So okay. I've read about that before. I would talk about people being able to use them because who knows what people are going to do, right? Okay. I'm just, I'm just thinking about whether my <laughs> insurance is up today. <laughs> my malpractice insurance. <laughs> well, it's, you shouldn't eat it, which is why it says do not eat. Don't eat it. But just know that if, especially like if an, your dog got a hold of it or something, uh -huh. that, you know, it's it's not like Tide Pods, which uh -huh. you also should need right. <laughs> for other reasons. <laughs> because they're laundry detergent. I'm talking detergent. to you, person who's thinking about it. <laughs> because they're laundry detergent. But they're yeah. pretty. Yeah, well... Yeah, and vegan food doesn't taste good, but Tide Pods. <laughs> mm. Are they vegan? Oh, I don't know. They may or may not be because some um, <laughs> fabric softeners use like animal tallow still. Huh. All right, I, so maybe that's the title of this podcast now. Are, are, are Tide Pods vegan <laughs> with Kathy Hester? <laughs> Let's stir the controversy. Oh, if I had known that ahead of time, maybe I could have made a little cake. A okay. Tide Pod. <laughs> 
Uh, how, how are we doing on uh, the, the time for that? 16 and a half minutes. Should All right, we, so let's, let's, let's take another break and we'll come <laughs> <Sorry>. back. <laughs> and we're back. So now we're going to talk a little bit about soy curls. Okay. And you say you also use soy curls. Like This is the bag. And the I have. I haven't used, I don't think we've used them in a, a year or so. Okay. Uh, and you said yeah. you have them stored in your freezer, so that's the perfect place. They, they don't have any preservatives in them. Ah, so that was that was, it was it coming up to temperature. Now it's now it's starting. Right, but it like the pressure cooker it does the in between too, so it was also cooking. Start over. Okay. No, it's okay. It's just beeps. I'm used to it. There's yeah. going to be beeps all over. Um, if people can't stand beeps, they should get out of it. The, they yeah. shouldn't get an air fryer, so right. they don't need to watch the show at all. Okay. <laughs> this episode, yeah. they do need to watch this show. Okay. <laughs> okay, so soy curls. If you can, if you don't have an allergy to soy, this is they're really good. You can't just buy them at Whole Foods. You will probably have to either buy them from Butler's Foods in the Pacific Northwest, or you can order them online. And they're just non-GMO soybeans that have been squished and dried. So the only ingredient in here is non-GMO soybeans. Mm. So, so there's no there's no sort of magical process. I mean, there could be some extrusion going on. Yeah, I, I, don't know I what suspect. That means. So it's just a way of yeah. taking a paste but and it's making it more meaty. It's a soybean. Yeah, and and then it turns into this. So this is a soy curl that has been processed, but it's just a soybean that got smushed somehow, and so. When you get them out, they're actually super crunchy. And then what you do is you reconstitute them by just pouring some boiling water over them. And then they look kind of like chicken strips. And you can like that or not like it, but it's got a really nice texture to it. Yeah, it kind of pulls apart. It's a little, yeah. it's a little rubbery. Yeah. And if you, you can eat it now. It doesn't have any taste, really. It's kind of like tofu. You can taste a little soy-ish. Yeah. It's not unpleasant. It's not unpleasant. So we did half a bag, and we reconstituted them. Now, you sometimes for stews or curries, I'll break them up to kind of have them a little more the same size. We're just living on the edge. So we have some that are teeny, tiny, tiny little pieces and big, long ones. So every, every bite and adventure. Exactly. And we're going to make my southern fried soy curls. Or they're really not fried. Air fried. So one of the things that I have here is it's just poultry seasoning. And I'm pretty sure I have a recipe on healthy slow cooking for it. But you can buy poultry seasoning. Poultry seasoning has no poultry in it. Let's just be, everybody always so asks like, me it's that. It's like baby food. Right, no babies are in the baby food, no poultry is in the poultry food. It's, and it smells like Thanksgiving. Mm, yeah. Because it's got sage and rosemary and those kinds of things. So that's a good, easy way to remember it. So I'm going to put some in here, and I'm sure somewhere on, actually on HealthySlowCooking.com, under air frying recipes, I have a recipe for this that will okay. give you... Can we toss a link? Yeah. For that. Oh, absolutely. We'll do that in the show notes, and we'll, we'll do it on the, on the YouTube for people who are too lazy to watch this on Plant Yourself. <laughs> so, 
So, and that way you'll know the real amounts. Um, when I do it at home, there really is no such thing as real amounts. I just do whatever I want to do. And so should you. So I've got some Cajun Spice because we want this to be a little Popeyes-like. And then I'm going to use some nutritional yeast. Just going to handful. God, we're out of nutritional yeast. We only, <laughs> we only have two inches left. <laughs> and I've got some brown rice flour and some finely ground cornmeal. If you like coarse ground cornmeal, this is not the recipe for it. Because mm. it's going to just be gritty and yucky in your mouth. And I think we'll just use cornmeal this time. And this is what I'll start with. And then I'll taste it and see if I need to season it up a little bit more. If you use salt, this would be the time that you would add it as well. <laughs> or your salt substitute. Yeah. Again, the wrist. Okay. And you can kind of see... It's not coated evenly yet, but it's getting a little bit coated. And the water from reconstituting it is what's holding it on. Let's see more everybody. Okay. So, when you, so a principle is when you add a spice or a spice blend to a food, you want to have some wetness to make it stick. Yes, if you're, if you're air frying for sure. Because sometimes we'll just take the potato slices and just... You know, sprinkle stuff and it kind of doesn't... Potatoes are an exception. So you win the prize win? on that one. Because when you cut a, t a potato, it's kind of wet already. Huh. And I find that that potato starch that kind of just barely comes out will hold everything on. So I agree with you completely. You are. Not even, not even on purpose. It's always on purpose. Oh, we really need more nutritional <laughs> It took me forever to use up like this. I think I had 20 pounds of it one time. And I probably could go through that way quicker now. When you do a cookbook and you're making things so many times and working on blog recipes, food goes by in a different way. And you could toss this with your hand, which is probably what I should be doing at this point. But see, see how that's just, that's not the chicken. That's just the spices. So see, it's making its own little coating. Shake and bake. It is like shake and bake. <laughs> God, I love shake and bake. That was so exciting. Well, it was fun because you got to do it, right? And so if I added too much right now, which is possible, we'll find out. Either I can just let it kind of drain off, or I can add a little extra aquafaba and keep incorporating it. Don't make yourself crazy trying to make it the exact, you know, wetness that it should be. Because it's always going to be a little too dry or a little too moist. And I'm doing this mostly just to make sure the spices get incorporated. You could be like a super grown-up, mix the whole thing together, then put it in here. Oh. And you wouldn't have to mix this. Well, I was thinking, what about you put it into a bowl with a lid and then you just... Oh, you could totally do that. Now, all of this is not going to fit in there, so we're going to do this in um, batches. And we are going to use this exciting air fryer. We don't need the top for it. And actually, do you want to try one with the spices? And tell me if you think it needs more of something. Oh, I got a big one. Yeah. Do it. No. 
I was in Marshall, Texas, and uh, helping to judge the uh, Iron Chef competition. Ooh. And um, I felt I felt like I was like in first class, and everyone else was like you know crammed in coach. Like they'd make all this food, and then they'd bring it over. Like I was one of four people who got a plate of it. Oh, that's awesome. So. Okay. You probably can see a little bit. As I'm tilting it down, it is kind of melding over, so we're keeping it kind of single file. Single file. Not entirely. It's sort of like, you know, fractal dimension, like 1.2. Right. Yeah, don't, don't put one soy curl in at a time because you would make me sad wherever I am. I'll know. I'll right. know. Let's see how this thing works. Okay. So we're going to turn this guy up to 400, and I'm going to start with five minutes. Okay. Now, these kind of air fryers are louder. This is one of the quieter ones. Uh -huh. And I'm going to see if I can okay. break your sink again. There you go. So, um, so as you're doing this, back on QVC, you should get yourself um, noise-canceling headphones so you don't have to deal... With the horrible fan noise. <laughs> Can you even hear us anymore? I've had two of these going. Oh, actually, I blew a whole fuse in the house. Do On a live. I've done everything on a live, yeah. <laughs> um, it was a hummingbird. Yes, there. Are. I want to Maybe it's trying to mate with your Phillips. <laughs> it was like... It, it hums. I, I love you. Um, so... They're all different kinds, and some, they're, they're even more different kinds now. Just like Instant Pots, right? So like Instant Pot, except it's a brand name. So like Kleenex. We don't say, hand me the Target budget tissue. <laughs> we say, hand me Kleenex. <clears throat> and so both with the popularity of air fryers and Instant Pots, there are dozens and dozens of different brands. So I can't possibly try all of them, though I, I give it a good go. I have like eight electric pressure cookers and four air fryers. And you just kind of have to see what yours is going to do. And, you know, you were talking about being convinced. So it's easy to be convinced to have an Instant Pot or an electric pressure cooker. And there's this new thing that I tried out actually a couple of weeks ago that I have a video about. I'll give it to you. It goes on top of your Instant Pot to make a little air fryer crisper. <coughs> Thank you. And it's, it's kind of cool. So it gives you, it's for like 50 bucks, you can kind of get a little bit of both worlds. Okay. I didn't bring it because I thought it would just be kind of confusing. We uh -huh. need to just talk about this. But like, if someone's interested in trying one, we can send them a link. And it won't make this... Infernal noise. It's just not. It is actually really quiet. <coughs> I think I'm going to have to have a drink. All right. Sorry. It's all right. This is the self-care moment. Always drink something hydrating right. while you're cooking. <laughs> hey, just end it. Oh. And see, it was cooking pretty good.
They might be close. Have you made them in here? No. You want to try one? They might just up a little bit more. <coughs> That's crispy <coughs> and delicious. Are you just saying that? No. These actually cooked in here a lot faster than I expected them to. Yes. Let's see what the camera person thinks. So, they're still a little soft. As they cool, they'll still kind of continue cooking. So, I'm going to I'm going to call them. <laughs> this is too big for my hand. Yeah. <coughs> I only go to here. Hey, look, this is singing now. Okay. So what we're going to do, and so see they're kind of cooked a little bit. We're going to shake them. Mm -hmm. Now you can't shake the same way. Yeah. And I'm going to let them, you, you want to try one now and then you can try one later too. Yeah. So it's starting to get a little bit of crispy. Mm -hmm. a little bit. And I'm going to do it for five more minutes. two trays and the gravel, we could do everything. At the same time, you sure could. Does, does this bring up any questions from you? Um, no. No. I'm, uh, you know, the, the brain shuts off when the mouth opens. <laughs> so I can see how we could use that in, in, uh, in a salad. Mm -hmm. um, this a snack. Be, this is a great snack. And I know... <coughs> Some people think about protein and some people don't. I tend to not. But some people that... I'd like to, can we say a word to the people who think about protein? You may. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> but this is kind of... If you have friends who are not doing the diet you're doing, they, if they're feeling like they're not getting full when they eat at your house, the chickpeas will help them a little bit. Plus it's just... You can make them all flavors that you want. You can make Moroccan ones. You can make chili powder ones. Right, and the can, the cans, I guess, organic would be about a dollar. Yeah. Um, but if you make it yourself, you know, in the instant pot or cook it, it's pennies. Right, and a pound, I think, makes like six cans-ish. Because hmm. a can is about a cup and a half. So I think that's right for my last... It's been years since I've tried it. Um, and what, a pound of chickpeas is like two bucks? Yeah. Two bucks. Two forty-nine for the organic Maybe, yeah. at, the, at the local co-op. And don't forget, you can sometimes get organic at Aldi's. And that's where I get a lot. Um, you can get dried chilies there. You can get a lot of neat stuff. Mm. So okay. So do we, do we have time to do the kale? I've got like 15 minutes till my, my call. I think so. Kale before call. Let's, let's do it real quick. 
Okay. Just a couple of pieces. You want the um, the flat? I like the curly. Maybe just two pieces. Okay. So this is how you do it. And if you want to do that one with me, we're just going to tear it into bite-size-ish pieces. So just taking it off the show. I feel like we're having a kale fight. <laughs> oh, and don't throw away those kale stems. You can make um, sauces, like a kale stem pesto and a creamy sauce with it. Cheryl won't eat the stems unless she doesn't know she's eating the stems. Now, and this in general, What I'd rather have that I don't have here is, <coughs> I'm so sorry, um, a little spray bottle. You can get just like one of those little glass spray bottles and uh -huh. put this in there. Just don't leave it forever. Uh -huh. That's the only thing. So we're just going to drizzle a little bit on. So you don't, you don't want me to like, and then just like spit it on? <laughs> that, that could be helpful, but you'll be doing all the tasting. <laughs> Is that the point? We, we give the kids just sort of... A little bit. That's aquafaba. Yeah. And that's what we drained from this can of chickpeas. And so I just, I don't want them to be soaking wet, but I want it to be wet enough that it can hold on to something. So there's no, there's no liquid at the bottom of the bowl. Right? It's not, there's, no, right. there's no puddle. There shouldn't be a puddle. It's not like a restaurant salad. Which... I'm, I'm not a fan of the half a cup of dressing. So, this is the chorizo spice. Okay. You're just gonna the chorizo is like a sausage spice. It is, and it's got like a very particular chili mm. that, that goes it seems along like with it. like a paprika. Oh, gosh. You know what? It's in the cookbook if you want to. I don't remember right now. And see, I probably used a little bit too much off the bottom because there is a little bit in the bottom. Oh, do you want me to throw in another leaf? Sure. That worked. Because I had fun doing that. Okay. You can kind of hear that sound. Uh-huh. Now are... they're really crispy. And I just need... A bowl? Yeah. And I'm kind of. <laughs> How about a, Perfect. A, a blue bowl. A blue bowl is beautiful. It's like we planned it. Oh, look at that. Okay. Okay. So we'll wait on this other so we can get the kale in, in time, shall we? Yeah. So. Should I taste one? Sure. Please do. And then, uh, and then I'm going to stick the kale in. Oh, wow. Very different. Well, crispy. Yeah, I mean. It's harder to speak clearly on. It feels mm. like something you shouldn't be eating, or something that's not necessarily healthy, or healthier. You could do the same spices and stuff mm. that I used, and you could do tofu, cauliflower, mm -hmm. chickpeas. So I can see that on top of a, like a vegetable dish with, um, with some pasta. Um, great tra transition sort of thing. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. And I make um, a nutritional yeast gravy with no oil or salt. Mm. 
So what did I miss you? You put you just took the uh, kale oh. and threw and put the and put the put the lid on, the lid so on. it's not going to come up as much. Can that be done in the brumble? You could put something over it. I'm not sure if it's the brumble may not be as powerful and as small. No, I, I think you probably could do them just regular. I don't think it would uh, blow it that hard. But in something like this, if you have an instant pot, you can take the rack and turn it upside down. That's something else you can do. Let's try. Let's give it three minutes. Three minutes. Oh, I think you turned it off. I did. People are going to get this uh, crazy idea that you should <laughs> clean hands when you're cooking. It's always a good idea. Yeah, so, so, so let's, to review, <laughs> wash your hands before you cook, don't eat the desiccant, <laughs> don't eat the Tide Pods. This is like the most valuable hour on the internet. <laughs> it's true. And you can make your own bullion. All the things that you mind below. This is going to go so effing viral. <laughs> That we're, would be kind of awesome if this is the one thing that does it for we're, us. <laughs> we're going to be on the Today Show in like a month. Awesome. Thinking about this moment. I, I feel it. I think you should give a taste to the camera person. Did she get a I did. I did. Did, okay. you, did you want another one? It's you good, like it? Eh? Okay. Two thumbs up. Cheryl's always like in the side sticking her head in on my videos. <sighs> so the reason we're trying this a little bit less, so... Whatever you put in the air fryer is the variable. So what this batch of soy pearls cooked in 10 minutes, what if I squeeze out more water? Perhaps it would have taken seven minutes. Mm. So you, you always want to check as you're going along. And you can pull this out even while it's cooking, this style. It doesn't do anything. Does it burn you? It doesn't stop necessarily. But you can always pull it out and shake it. Um, I'm a big fan of just trying trying a little bit as you go. Same thing with beans in the Instant Pot. Beans are the variable. Right, good. The Instant Pot, you have to pay for checking because you have to let the... Yes. You have to um, let it come down, you know, down the pressure down. Um, so it feels like it costs... It, it does. And I'm really funny about not wanting to like cook in two increments. So if I have really um, like broccoli or kale that I put in at the end of a stew, I put it in and just turn it to saute uh -huh. because somehow it feels like I've cheated. Um, <clears throat> but if you're cooking beans and you think, oh, these should be cooked in 30 minutes, you open it, they're not, you just close it back up and keep going. Yeah, I so, cry a little too. Do you cry a little? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I love is when I do, because I do some online cooking classes for air fryers, instant pots, and other vegan and plant-based um, topics. And so what I like is when my beans don't cook in a class, so I get to show people that it's not just them. Like, you could have bought these right at Kroger today, but we don't know how long they were in Kroger's. We don't know how long they were in the warehouse before they were at Kroger's. All right, five seconds. Four, three, don't open it before it dings. Now, can you put this down, or would this like is this too hot? This is too hot. So Usually, I have a hot pad that I keep it. Oh, you're so good. And let me pop this guy up. This is the 
this is going to be hot, and those pot holders are just too big for me. Okay. Oh, look at it. It's all tiny. I've got lots of aquafaba in there. Let me sit this over here for a second. Okay. And these are always good to have, little tongs. So you can hear that some of them are crisp, but not all of it. Mm. You still see that there's some liquid. I feel like I should be tossing it away. I mean, another, another minute, you think? Yeah, let's give it another minute. This might be this might be people's last chance to hear the mellifluous hum of Philip. <laughs> Who knows? You may inherit it someday. You went for two, huh? Rebel. I'm like that. There's the hummingbird again in the back. Well, I wish, are you showing them your gorgeous gardens at uh, some point? You, I never have. I talk about them all the time. It's beautiful. I've never done a video. I mean, I do like video Skype interviews with people so we can see each other and interrupt each other more politely. <laughs> but I've never, this is the first time I've ever done a plant yourself like video. Well, maybe you need to do, I can come and you can show me around so you can talk to me and that can be on the camera. Okay. And then... <coughs> would, would the camera person uh, follow us around for, for food? <laughs> I can, we can gather things up in the garden and cook something. I mean, I would, I would like do selfie, but I'm afraid of like tripping. <laughs> well, Cheryl has one of those things. What are they? Oh, uh, the uh, gimbal? Want? Yeah. I don't know how to use it yet. How are we doing on time? I think these are done. 2710. Alright, it's going to turn off in two minutes. So, so maybe we... Uh... Yes! <laughs> yeah, these are done. And this was three pieces of kale. It's a few handfuls, so it still goes smaller. But it also doesn't cost eight dollars. And it's not here. Do you want to taste it? It's not full of oil. There's no oil. You're yummy. Oh yeah. And this would be like a really fun garnish on a taco or like a bowl, a Mexican style bowl. That's really good. That's amazing. So, so I'm gonna try those recipes in that one and see how they do with what the differences are. I think, this, I think this is like a little more intense. But. It is, and it does heat up faster. So the, I think the Breville is a little more like a confection oven on steroids. And this is like, whoa. Mm. But you can dehydrate in either one. Just know if you dehydrate in one of these, you're going to have just a handful. Cool. Um, so how are we doing? Do we have a minute, a minute left? We're done. A minute. All right, so we, uh, no, let's, 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 uh, yeah, I only have six minutes left for my call. So, Kathy Hester, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. It's always good to see you. You too. And I'll, 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 uh, I'll do the call and then I'll come back and, uh, tell everyone goodbye and all that good stuff. Okay. So, thank you. Of course. Well, I hope you enjoyed that nearly as much as Kathy and I did. I know you didn't get a chance to taste the food, but of course you can go remedy that in your own kitchen. 
If you are just listening and you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. It's at plantyourself.com slash 331, the 331st episode of the podcast, almost a third of the way to a thousand. How about that? Also, if you go to that page, plantyourself.com slash 331, you can see the links to all the cool stuff you can buy that will help support the show and will give you air frying capabilities in your own kitchen. If you'd like to support the show in other ways, you can, of course, become a subscriber to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a review and a rating for us that helps us rise in the rankings. And of course, if you'd like to support the show financially, you can become a monthly sustainer over at patreon.com. Just search for Plant Yourself on the Patreon platform. And even a dollar a month helps us out, grows our numbers, shows me that there's a committed community out there that likes what we're doing here. And you get access to about 36 healthy habit huddles, which people are telling me they find very, very useful. In running news, I ran on Saturday. I hurt my heel a bit, but it healed huh, quickly. And so I'm hoping that in another week or two, I'll be able to jog again and then get right back up to fitness. I mentioned that 50 miler in New Orleans. As I'm recording this, Hurricane maybe or Tropical Storm Barry is bearing down on Louisiana. So I'm hoping everything goes well for the folks down there. And uh, Josh, hope all your pumps keep working and uh, you have enough fuel and generators to keep them going. In garden news, blueberries, zucchini, uh, yellow squash, and basil, lots of stuff. This is the, the boring time where things are just coming in, things are just working pretty well. It's just a matter of an hour of watering every day and an hour of harvesting. Mia is off at a conference, so it's up to me to keep everything alive for the next four days. Wish me luck. Um, okay, it's time for thanks. Thanks to Will Ridenauer for providing the music for this show, The Dance of Peace, Sabali Don. Check out willridenauer.com for more of his beautiful choral music. And of course, thanks to all of you Plant Yourself podcast patrons, as in... Kim Harrison, Lynn McClellan, Anthony Disson, Brittany Porter, Dominic Marrow, Barbara Whitney, Tiny Black, Amy Good, Amanda Hadley, Mary Jean Wheeler, Alan Kennelly, Melissa Cobb, Rachel Brands, Christine Nielsen, Tina Sharf, Tina Ahern, Jennifer Kanofsky, David Bizek, The Mysterious, Michelle X, Elsa Feldman, Victoria Vidal, Manoa Leia Stoller, Alan Christensen, Colleen Peck, Michelle Andrew, Josina, Julianne Rollins, Duden Olnick, Sarah Durkis, Ramsey Circus, Kelly Cameron, Wayne Pedersen, Leanne Peterson, Janet Selby, Claire Adams, Tom Project, Jeanette Bennett, Gila, Sarah David Donahue, Blair Cyber, Dorney Bezo, Gio and Carolyn Argentati. Oh, I took a breath. It's weird in front of the camera. Gio and Carol Argentati. Oh, I lost my thing. Can I get it back? No, I need my phone. Pull up. Pull up the list. Can I do that? Hold on. Jalen Cowdery, Heidi, Ruth Ann Funderburg, Misha Rosen, Michael Warbeck, the equally mysterious Tracy Z, Alicia Lemus, Rebecca Hughes, Val Lindemann, Roger Cinnamon, Nick Carper, Stephanie Holmes, Nick Martha Burton, Nicole Ramsey, Susan Ahmad, Holly Levine, Harry, Inscrutable Harry R., Susan Laverty, The Panda Vegan, Craig Kovic, Adam Sharp, Karen Burry, Heather Morgan, Ashley Corcoran, Kelly Machia, Deanne Norton, Bonnie Lynch, The Happy Oregon, Teresa Koppel, oh, Sabina Kurtzels. Ah, hold on, I have it. I have a list, but uh, I, I can do this. Okay, here we go. Uh, by Alyssa, Teresa Coble, Shell Rutledge, Brie O'Connell, oh, it's hard to read it, Julian Watkins, Brie O'Connell, Brian Sheridan, Shannon Hirschman, Kate Rosland, Diat, Julie Langhelm, Hedegaard, Isa Susan Watt, Connie Hayline, Aaron Greer, Alicia Davis, Avila L, Heather O'Connor, Carolyn Jensen, Charlie Hoskowski, A Plant Howard for Health, Karen Smith, Kamarani, Karen, Joe Crabtree, Karen and Joe Crabtree, Tanya Lewis, Kirby Burton, Teresa Carell, no, 
Teresa Carell, Kevin McCauley, Elizabeth Rothschild, Kelly Baker, Miracle, and Jesse, Cheryl Dwyer, Jenny Hazleton, Valerie Peltier, Katie W. Evans. Oh, I'm not as good as I thought I was. Uh, Colleen Harrison, Justine Divitt, Joshua Summermeyer, Dennis Bird, Darby Kelly, Lori Fanny, Linnea Lundquist, Valerie Hummel, Deb Casilla, Emily Iaconelli, Levy Wallach, Rosamund McAtee, Dan McCorney, Stephen Leenan, Patty DiMartino, Mike and Donna Cards, Deanne Bishop, Bilberry Elf, Gunter Schmidt, Marjorie Lewis, Kelly Moulton, Trish Adams, Ian Kramer, Nancy Sheldon, Lindsay Bayshore, Gunmarie Hagen, Tracy College, Les Laura Heaton, Meg for Mama Says, Rochelle Kennedy, Joan Borstein, and Diana Goldman for your generous support of the podcast. I know that was showing off a little bit, but I didn't do that well, honestly. I, I could do better. I can do better. Anyway, that's it for this week. Talk to you next time. Be well, my friends. So if you appreciate the Plant Yourself podcast and would like to help support the mission of the show, there's a few easy ways to do it. One is to just go to wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. Let other people know about it. Give us some stars. Give us some love. And that really helps us be found by more people. Something else, of course, you can do is let someone know about this podcast, someone uh, who you think would benefit. Send them maybe a couple of episodes that you think would uh, pique their interest or just uh, ask them to subscribe in general. And third, you can join arms and become a patron, a financial supporter of this show. You may have noticed that there's no advertising in the show and it's free for everyone and it's supported, paid for by those who can afford it. So if you would like to make a one time contribution or an ongoing monthly pledge, you can do so at plantyourself.com slash gift. All right. Time for thanks. Thanks to Will Ridenauer for allowing me to use his beautiful song, Sabali Dawn, The Dance of Peace. You can find more of Will's music at his website, willridenauer.com. And of course, thanks to all of you Plant Yourself podcast patrons. Kim Harrison, Lynn McClellan, Anthony Disson, Brittany Porter, Dominic Marrow, Barbara Whitney, Tammy Black, Amy Good, Amanda Hatherley, Mary Jean Wheeler, Ellen Kennelly, Melissa Cobb, Rachel Barons, Christine Nielsen, Tina Sharp, Tina Ahern, Jen Filikonofsky, David Vizek, The Mysterious, Michelle X, Elspeth Feldman, Leah Stoller, Alan Christensen, Colleen Peck, Michelle Andrews, Josina, Sarah Durkis, Rhymes with Circus, Kelly Cameron, Wayne Pedersen, Janet Selby, Kara Adams, Swam Fronsek, Jeanette Benham, Gila Serrett, David Donahue, Blair Cyber, Toronto Vizo, Gio and Carol Argitati, Jody Friesner, Ruth Ann Thunderbrook, Misha Rosen, Michael Warbeck. The Equally Mysterious, Tracy Z, Aviva Lael, Alicia Lemus, Rebecca Hughes, Val Lenneman, Rhymes with Cinnamon, Nick Harpers and Martha Bergner, Susan Amon, Molly Levine, The Inscrutable, Harry R., Susan Laverty, The Panda, Vegan, Craig Kovic, Adam Scharf, Karen Burry, Heather Morgan, Kelly Machia, Deanne Norton, Bonnie Lynch, The Plant, Happy Oregon, Sabina Kurtzels, Nigel Davies, Marion Blum, Teresa Copel, Julian Watkins, Breed O'Connell, Shannon, Hirsch, Shannon Hirschman, Linda Ayat, Colm Hedegaard, Isa Tuzumak, Connie Hainline, Aaron Greer, Alicia Davis... Heather O'Connor, Carolyn Jensen, Sherry Orlikoski, a plant powered for health, Karen Smith, Scott Marani, Karen and Joe Krep, Tritania Lewis, Kirby Burton, Teresa Carell, Kevin McCauley, Elizabeth Rothschild, and Jesse, Cheryl Dwyer, Jenny Hazelton, Valerie Peltier, Peter W. Evans, Colleen Harrison, Justine Divitt, Joshua Summermeyer, Dennis Bird, Darmy Kelly, Laurie Fanny, Lenae Lundquist, Valerie Hummel, Emily Iaconelli, Levy Wallach, Rosamund McEntee, Dan McCorney, Stephen Leenan. Patty D. Martino, Mike and Donna Cartson, Deanne Bishop, Bill Brielf, Gunter Schmidt, Marjorie Lewis, Kelly Molden, Trisha Adams, Ian Kramer, Nancy Sheldon, Lindsay Bashford, Gunmarie Hagen, Tracy Gullis, Laura Heaton, Meg for Mama Says, Rochelle Kennedy, Diana Goldman, Stacey Stokes, Ben Savage, Michael Kay, Holly Butler, Diana, David Hughes, Connie Rogers, Claire England, Sally Robertson, Parham Ganchi, Amy Daly, Brian Tourville, Mark Jeffrey Johnson, Josie Dempsey, Karen Schmidt. Pamela Hayden, Emily Perryman, Olga Sidoroska, Allison Corbett, Richard Stone, Lauren Vaught, Edible Musings, Aaron Hasty, Sean Owen, Sagar Nayak, Erica Piedra, and Danielle Roberts for your generous support of the podcast. That's it for today. As always, be well, my friends. <laughs>